daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast where here on Earth we call this place a town. A town is a place where everyone hates you. Uh, is that Coneheads? No, it's from Joe Dirt. Ah, okay. Interesting that you've uh, used the Joe Dirt quote there, considering what we're we watching this week. This week on the Sandler Pit, the Adam Sandler podcast. We oh are yeah, I forgot again. to introduce us. <laughs> All right, so I'm Luke and he's also Luke and we're the Sandler Pit and we're a podcast that talks about and watches every single Adam Sandler TV show or film or appearance or maybe producing role. What are we talking about this week? This week we're talking about Dickie Roberts, former child star, a yeah. comedy, inverted commas, <laughs> from, from 2003 with David Spade. Uh, so this is another David Spade one. We've seen Joe Dirt. Mm. I swear we've seen another one. Wrong Missy? Wrong Missy, yeah, we watched that. Uh, we watched like films where he was a sort of co-star, like the do-over, and yeah, uh, there was another one I can't remember. He's one of the grown-ups, isn't he? <laughs> He's a grown-up in grown-ups. Uh, yeah. So, what's your history with uh, this film? Uh, I've I've seen bits of it. I've never watched it all the way through, as far as I can remember. I think I said at the end of our last episode that I feel like I've seen like the opening montage. It might even be like a trailer. I might have just seen yeah. the trailer a load of times, but <laughs> the full film never kept my attention through the whole thing, which isn't a good sign because, like, as a kid, I managed to watch all of the animal. I managed to watch so many of the films that we've watched back and been a bit like, oh, that wasn't good. But this one never held my attention. So intrigued to go back to it. You'd never heard of this until we started doing the podcast, right? Um, no, I'd never heard of it. I don't really know what it's uh, about. I think... So it's about like a, a child star who's does something. All that I could remember of it was that he was supposed to be like one of those child stars who then becomes damaged and grows up a bit mm. challenged, I guess, because of not having much for childhood. But I can't remember what the story was. I don't know if it was him trying to get famous again or I'm not sure. So I guess we should just go in blind. Yeah, that sounds like a decent premise for a film. Yeah, uh, it could be good, but... couldn't it? I'm not 100% on the like, how they're going to get away with it, really. I could imagine there being a lot of problematic things about doing a, a storyline like that. Yeah. Like all these films, they've kind of got um, like kind of a bit of a NAF score and, and rating and everything. Mm-hmm. I think 22% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, not strong, is it? <laughs> not particularly strong, but I don't know. There might Better be some. Better than zero. Better than zero. <laughs> there might be some things here, but again, I'll be, I'm, I'm open minded to it. The name Dickie Roberts' former child star is a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? It is, yeah. Like, Joe Dirt, I think, is a classic name. I think that's good. It's memorable. Yeah. Uh, I think Dickie Roberts, maybe it's just got too many syllables. But maybe just Dickie Roberts would be okay, or former child star. But you put them both together, you've got a five-word title. I mean, it says what the film is, I suppose, but it seems a bit much. What was that one that we watched with the, the, uh, the porn star? One. Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star. Yeah, so that had a, a subtitle as well. That mm. should have just been Bucky Larson. Yeah, it would probably be better. Like Joe Dirt's not got a subtitle of like, I don't know, 
trailer park man with mullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was he? Janitor. Yeah. Janitor to radio star, the, the Joe Dirt story. Yeah, that's not Yeah, that'd have been a better title. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls right um, off the tongue. I'm looking, and apparently it's got a lot of uh, cameos from actual child stars who've, who'd obviously fallen into like uh, obscurity, mm, which okay. is pretty good. Um, yeah, hopefully we recognise some of them. Yeah, 100% we won't recognise any, will we? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do some research on this one in the trivia section. Yeah, and John Lovitz is in this, which is good. Always good. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about this. What we usually have for Adam Sandler films is our Sandler scale, which is a list of tropes that appear in all of Adam Sandler films, such as Coca-Cola, Big Shorts, mm-hmm. someone in a bikini. All the goods. Uh, all the goods. And we have a version of that for David Spade, which is called the Spade List. <laughs> yeah. Such a rubbish name. It's rubbish, yeah. It's like an inventory of a shed. I don't know why we've called it that. I think we tried to come up with something funnier and we couldn't, so we just called it the Spade List. Which is still kind of funny. Yeah, it's quite funny. Uh, So yeah, we'll be watching this. Do you think it's going to hit many of our classic tropes? Yeah, almost definitely. He just sounds like a character that you're expecting everyone to love for no apparent reason, who's going to be good at stuff for no apparent reason. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of slapstick and stuff, I would assume. I feel like David Spade always delivers on like the gross out kind of stuff. And there's a lot of that on that list. And just the sort of era and the topics that it's tackling, I can imagine there being a lot of problematic stuff. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it does check off most of those things. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's definitely, it just looks like an early 2000s comedy and they all just have the same kind of formula. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, I reckon that if we got the character names and like a few of the things about it, we could probably go away and write everything that's going to happen in this film. Should we do that? At this that point, like I feel like nothing's going to surprise us, is it? Oh, God, I'm so tired. This is what, episode 90 or something like that now? Oh, God, we're so far into this now. Yeah, um, we've done so many. God, remember Billy Madison? That was really good. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago we watched it. <laughs> I know, that's such a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. So nice to watch a good film. Nah. We should just grab our former child former stars. Former child stars! <laughs> grab your dickie. Let's go grab and watch your it. Roberts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go and watch it. See you soon. Bye. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. I will do any form of drastic cosmetic surgery. And we are back. We've watched Dickie Roberts' former child star, and we've forgotten it. Luke <laughs> Thomas, what is the film Dickie Roberts' former child star about? Okay, so Dickie Roberts' former child star is about um, the eponymous Dickie Roberts, uh, washed-up child actor from the 70s who was in like a sitcom. It looked a bit like, I don't know. Can you think of a good American example of something that it was like? Full House? Full, full House, yeah. That's from the 90s, though. Maybe... Uh, um... The Brady the Bunch? One. Yeah, the Brady Bunch, okay. And he was like the, the breakout star of this show. Um, and like years have passed and he's like a washout and he's doing like celebrity fighting matches and he's a car valet. And he gets this um, script that he 
thinks will be his like big comeback. If he can get this uh, into this film, then he'll be he'll be able to like make a comeback, which he's he's kind of always wanted. But the director is Rob Reiner, and he says that he won't hire him because he never had a real childhood. So then that leads into the plot basically of Dickie Roberts reliving his own childhood or like trying to have a normal childhood with a family he's hired. Luke, what did you think of Dickie Roberts' former child star? Well, I expected to come away like really, really hating it. And instead I've just come away quite indifferent to it, I would say. I think it's quite a good concept for a film, but also a little bit creepy. Mm. But that kind of matches up for things from this time where like, if you look into them too much, the concepts are a bit gross, like what we've said about Big Daddy, School of Rock, all of those things. Like, whoa, whoa, School of Rock. Yeah, <laughs> we've spoken about it. It's about a man literally like kidnapping kids. Yeah, <laughs> but he does it kids. in a fun way. <laughs> yeah, maybe in a fun way. I mean, in this, at least, like, it has their parents' permission, but still, like, <laughs> yeah, there's the whole like weird angle of old man hanging out with kids. Thing. It's a bit strange, I suppose, but I don't have any major complaints apart from the odd moment here or there. Like, I didn't come away hating it in the same way we have with, say, like, was it the wrong Missy was particularly bad and the do over I really hated? Mm. This was, it wasn't as bad as that, but also, like, I can see why no one ever mentions the film Dickie Roberts' former child star. How about you? Did you I didn't I didn't like this at all. I thought it was awful. I had a terrible time. Uh, I didn't like this at all. Mm. It felt very seedy and gross, and uh, and it was just really bad. It wasn't funny. Uh, and it's a problem that I have with most David Spade-led films, which is very specific, in that we're presented this kind of washed-up loser, and everyone says, oh, he's a loser, but then he doesn't do anything particularly weird or interesting. Mm. it's the same with Joe Dirt that was the same problem but at least that had some moments where it was fun or and it had yeah. its heart in the right place whilst this was very mean spirited and felt weird and gross and I don't like the way they resolved this storyline and it was just it's a good concept that I think was absolutely atrociously presented mm-hmm. uh, I did not have a good time that being said I think as well, I watched this in the worst possible way that a human being can watch this. I watched this at seven in the morning. With his eyes, he watched it. <laughs> I watched this at seven in the morning before work. Yeah, so That's not good, is it? And at the time of recording, it's half eight at night. I finished work at 8pm, hmm. so we're very late recording. So you this it 13 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> so long ago, and it's so bad. And I was like struggling to stay awake. Just, just miserable watching this. Just, yeah, it was just a miserable watch all, all around. Yeah, I agree. Like, it is just, I just think it's forgettable. I, I don't think it is as seedy. Well, actually, no, it is pretty seedy. It's very seedy. I, I don't know. I think it just couldn't decide on the tone as well, which doesn't help. There's moments where it could be like a PG kids film where he's like doing like little dances and stuff. Or there's times where like he's saying he wants to fuck their mum. Yeah. Like, the tones just don't marry up. Like, there's bits that are overly emotional with, like, melodramatic symphony music playing in the background where he's, like, realising, I guess I never had a real dad. <laughs> then, yeah. Like, then the next minute he's, like, trying to hump someone or something. I think that was my big problem, uh, is this Dickie Roberts character. Like, what is this character meant to be? Is he meant to be this dark, awful man? All the way through, he's horrible, but everyone 
on screen is telling me that he's great and i'm like but is but why is he though why is he great he doesn't do anything good or redeeming hmm. the whole film he's a bit of a, a creep and a freak and i just think this is such a waste of a very dark character and i guess this is what was done really well in bojack horseman which had very similar like concept i guess hmm. in that like a washed up tv actor from 30 years ago who's now like not got a career but that had like really well-written characters, really well-written storylines. It balanced the darkness with the comedy really well. And that yeah. was one of the best TV shows ever made. And then this is just so shit and pathetic attempts at telling that kind of story. It's just a waste. I was just thinking how much better it'd be if it was Will Ferrell. But at the same time, that would just be half stepbrothers, half elf. And he's just done it in those two films. And they've both been so much better than this. Yeah. Because you don't really need to do it with someone else. <laughs> I found this was very similar for me to Billy Madison, but where Billy Madison was really like fun, inventive, had a lot of like good jokes, good good like visual gags, good side mm. characters. This had like nothing really. It was just this no. weird, creepy storyline. So basically, he's living with a mum, two kids, and a dad who's never there, and has a goatee, and has a goatee, Spiky and looks. Hair. Looks a bit like if Ben Affleck was put into a machine. <laughs> I just thought it was like somehow young Tim Curry was in this film. <laughs> it confused me. Yeah, what did you think of the family in the, this film? I felt quite sorry for the kids because the dialogue <laughs> they're given is so poor. Like just they don't seem like normal children. Like the girl speaks like a 40-year-old scriptwriter. Yeah. And I think they're both okay. Like they've both gone on to do other things and stuff. I saw on IMDb. I think the girl was in like You, that Netflix show. I haven't right, watched okay. it. But yeah, I just think. I mean, it's just a bit of a shame, really. <laughs> they seem okay. The kids seem like they could probably <laughs> act if they were given something decent to do. Yeah, I think they're like endearing enough, but like the script's also very annoying. Yeah, which doesn't That's... help them. That's what pained me as well. I was like watching and we get some terrible child actors in this in these mm. films. Like, do you remember the kid from Shelby? Oh yeah. <laughs> a film that you said to me earlier that you'd forgotten existed. That <laughs> <laughs> we watched like three episodes ago. <laughs> um the kid in that was awful. All the kids in that are terrible. Yeah. Um and here these two kids are pretty good. Yeah, they're all right, aren't they? They're pretty good and they're given nothing and the worst the worst dialogue ever and they're just I was just having such a bad time watching it man <laughs> I just had <laughs> such a bad time yeah so what are the kind of things that make Dickie Roberts distinct from another David Spade character he's shaved he is shaved that's probably about it except in the montage at the end where it's clearly yeah. just David Spade <laughs> he's all the real footage of David Spade it was um... exactly like the opening to uh, to Notting Hill <laughs> <laughs> Well, they say he's really eccentric and stuff, but all he does is just wear gloves. That's it. See, I started this film with really, really high hopes. I think that's why I'm more annoyed, because it started with this kind of montage, which, I don't know, what did it remind you of? That that opening where it's kind of going over his life. I feel like Joe, of... Joe Dirt did the exact same thing, didn't it? <laughs> it reminded me a bit of the Blaze of Glory opening. Oh, where yeah. Where it's like their Much background... And it goes into that he like changed his name to David Soul's son, and they mm. changed it into like a bunch of like random letters. And yeah, he only he only ever wears gloves; he never takes them off. This was such an interesting concept. 
<laughs> I love the idea of a man who never takes his gloves off and they don't do anything with it. It's rubbish. How much better would it have been if he was like some reclusive weird guy living in a house and like the film follows like a young writer trying to bring his career back or something? That would have been incredible. Or a journalist. I kind of like the idea of this freak um, like being like, oh, I never had a childhood. So I'm, the best way for me to get a role will be to to hire a family. That's a great idea. Mm. I like that. Do you think that they made it clear that it was whether it was him just observing a family or if it was him being a kid? No, that's it another kept problem. on flip flopping between that because one minute it was like a Nathan Fielder style like yeah. rehearsal of him being a kid, like he was in a pram and all that stuff, or a push chair, and then there's other <laughs> times where <laughs> it's a stroller for the um, English shirt listeners. <laughs> Then there was just times where he's just watching them talk and he's like, I love this regular crap or whatever it was that he was saying. I agree. I wish his it, mind up. I wish what it had been, and this is me rewriting Dickie Roberts, and I have no right to do that because I'm not, a, I've never made a film, so I, I bet it's really hard. But if it was me, he would be more eccentric and more weird and off putting. He's desperately trying to get his career back and decides that the best thing to do is to get into method acting. And then he's really in character as a child, and yeah. he, and they progress his life like through the ages. So he starts off as like a baby, <laughs> so he's in like a nappy, and they've got to change him and stuff. And then he's like, "Wow, wow!" <laughs> and he just and he doesn't break character, and everyone it's really weird and horrible. Mm-hmm. And then like he does like age up and and everything. I think that'd be funny. I think that's yeah. a good idea. Something a bit more extreme. Like but, um, like a David Lynch film though, like really confusing. Exactly, yeah. But not Spade, a Faraday Brothers film. <laughs> but Spade never commits. He never commits to it. He no matter what his weird character is, he always ends up shagging a beautiful woman, mm. and he always ends up happy and successful, and everyone loves him. And it's really annoying. I feel like I mean I know these films aren't shot in sequence, obviously, because why would they be? But it kind of sometimes feels like in the films. They establish him being a weird character and then about a quarter of the way through he gets bored and just plays himself with like different yes. hair every time. Yeah, so he's meant to be like, everyone's like, oh yeah, you're a loser, Dickie Roberts and whatever. But then that's dropped so quickly when he's, he's like in a school, like bullying kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, and everyone's like, way! <laughs> like, yeah, no. and then all the kids have got his hair in the next scene. Yeah, what should have happened there would be all the kids beat the shit out of him. And that would have been a really good scene because I love watching kids beating up adults. All Again, the kids. Though, stepbrothers. You're just talking about stepbrothers. I know, but this had predated stepbrothers. I know. Step That's the thing. Do, like, do, do you know? Do you know what? One thing I do find funny about watching these films is that when you're pre-Netflix or pre-like maybe the first grown-ups or something, they're all kind of filmed like they're actual films. There were times <laughs> in this where I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh, it's it's yeah, widescreen." <laughs> <laughs> They've got some soft focus on the background. Not you can't see every single Sony logo in the back of it. It was yeah. Like, it kind of looked like a film a few times. Not much, but yeah. You, you compare that to what's that horror of the year? <laughs> yeah, Bucky Larson a Bucky few years Lock, later. Oh God, like, yeah. That looked horrible. Um, mm. Yeah, you, yeah. It looks it looks like a film. Um, yeah, not like a beautiful film or anything by any means, but it's got that early noughties look about it. That's kind of nice, I think. They don't do enough with this character and they don't do enough with his friends. So he's like a poker match with loads of washed up child stars who are all like moaning about Vin Diesel and Brad Pitt and and stuff. That's a good idea. Those guys do not appear until the end. 
after that. I know. What a waste. Yeah, because, I mean, we don't really know who these people are, but I would have much rather have seen, like, kind of, like, extras, that TV show, like, that yes. kind of world, like, you're seeing behind the scenes all these desperate people. Yeah. I feel like it'd be just funny. You know how he's, like, a valet, like, parking cars and stuff? Like, I feel like it would be quite funny just to see him go from jobs to job. Yeah. And they're all, like, either upcoming actors or, like, washed-up actors. Like, little things like that. Yeah, and, and all of the actors are lampooning themselves in like a funny way, like extras, like mm. you've got someone who like, you know, like Daniel Radcliffe episode where he's like, yeah, he's got all this like sexual bravado and stuff. They're playing up against their own like expectations of them as mm. celebrities. The celebrities we do get, uh, we get Tom Arnold um, yeah. from Shelby mm-hmm. and you didn't know it was him from Shelby. <laughs> But to be fair, he looks 20 years older in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but really David old. Spade's like, you're doing really well. You're in loads of things. And I'm just like, this guy was in Ooh. Shelby. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's this? It's, it's so funny that we're so like English. We just don't know who this <laughs> fucking guy is. It's like, whatever. Apparently he's famous. And then hot off the press, uh, 2023, the 95th Academy Award winning Best Actor, Brennan Fraser appears. Yeah, he's there. There's a joke about him getting called Brendan Frazier. Yeah. Instead of Fraser. Pretty good. It was nice to see Brendan Fraser, wasn't it? It was nice to see. That's probably where the film peaked, I think. Yeah. But that's only because of his charisma. (laughs) Yeah. He's not really doing much, but it's still just good to see him. I think he's officially now a Happy Madison actor for us, though. Yeah. Officially. We've branded him. Yeah. (laughs) He's been in one Happy Madison film. That means the thing. Because the others predate it. Yeah, I mean, there's little things in this that could have been good. You're right. I think as well as those cameos, you've got John Lovitz playing his agent. That could have been so much better than it was. Yeah, I like the concept of him giving his kidney to to Rob Reiner so he'll get Dickie <laughs> Robertson audition. That's like quite a good idea. But there should have just been more of that stuff taking you away from Dickie Roberts just like becoming friends of two kids. Yeah, I hate films where a weird man becomes friends of children. I don't like it. It makes me feel sick. And then What, you don't like the cat in the hat? (laughs) Oh, he's not a weird man, he's a cat. The cat. Um, The Grinch, fine, he's a Grinch, he's not a person. He's a dirty little Grinch, isn't he? (laughs) But no, like, Billy Madison. Oh, What about Drillbit Taylor? (laughs) Drillbit Taylor? I've never seen it. (laughs) Um, Very good film. (laughs) Shut up. Owen Wilson's best. But no, I don't like it. What about Come On, Come On? Is that not about that? No, it's about an uncle connecting with his nephew oh, and a fine. beautiful a family connection. A beautiful film. <laughs> Fuck you. That's the first time Come On, Come On's been, been compared to Dickie Roberts in the history of the world. I haven't even watched it. I was just thinking of watching it. You've done something so unique today. Just. <laughs> we probably call it there, can't we? <laughs> it's um, a really, really good film. You should watch it. What about Last of Us? That's about a, a weird man becoming friends of a child. Yeah, but that's like more like a paternal relationship. It's not like this was bordering sexual. By the end, end, he was their dad. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. So that's that's basically the plot. They get this insanely villainous dad. (laughs) It's like, what's his what's his angle? He's like, he's hiring. He wants him to be in an advert, but also he wants him to help him have sex with one woman. What his ex girl that that was the plot because I assume that was just something that happened on the way. He was like, "Well, I'm going to shag this woman now." 
I don't think it necessarily had to be her, but I think he was like, I want you to introduce me to your circles. Oh, like that's... he was going to fuck Screech from Saved by the Bell or that woman. <laughs> he's he wanted friends. in on the circles. But he's such a bad dad. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. So he's bad. like, they seem like nice kids. He's that so line bad. did kind of make me laugh. That was probably one of my two laughs in this. What? When he was like, they seem like nice kids. He's like talking about his own kids. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like so on the nose about him being a bad guy. He's so, he's the worst dad I think I've ever seen in a film. Like, he's so bad that the kids don't even care when he runs off. They're just like, ah, <laughs> all right, <laughs> good. We I just like him. the bits as well where the kids just like don't, they talk about him like he's not there, the dad. Yeah. But they're children in a comedy film and they're like, I wouldn't know. He never invites me to his office <laughs> and he's just like stood there. It's like, what is this? Yeah, it's weird. And I was thinking the whole way through, I think that. Uh, the purpose of Spade in that family household should have been him as a fixing the family. Fixing the family, yeah. He should have reunited the Rather family. Rather than ousting the dad and putting <laughs> his own Who calls the dad? <laughs> I'm dad now. Like the film should have been this I swear there's a film like that where like there's a family, they're all like struggling. Spanglish. You're thinking of Spanglish. I'm I think. not thinking of Spanglish. I'm not thinking of Spanglish. Oh, you're thinking they of the hot chick. Yet. I'm thinking of the hot chick. There's a really good film where someone comes in and they fix the family. This film would have learned a lot from the hot chick. It should have been that. It should have been the mum's Maybe hitting that's on where it. they sent the good screenwriters. They came out like the same year, I think. <laughs> the mum was hitting on, should have been hitting on him. The dad should have hit on him. Um, yeah. And it should have been like this whole mess. And he solves it and he gets the family back together. But instead, yeah, the dad is so villainous and he's discarded of. And he does he rob Dickie Roberts and rob his yeah. own wife? Yeah, he's taken all the money at the end. Such a bad bloke. And it all just kind of happens, like you say, like you're asking questions about it because <laughs> it just doesn't really, it's not really clear. <laughs> I know because they like, they're all at dinner and stuff. And then it like does like a fade. And then Dickie Roberts is like, oh my God, he ran off with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then what? she's like, "Did he take all the money as well?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah he took my money." And the kids are just there. The kids are just like, "All oh, right, he ran off with that." And there and should, also, have, there should kids... definitely have been a scene of him with like a bag with a dollar sign on it, <laughs> stealing <laughs> from the bank, stealing his kids, like smashing his kids' piggy banks. He's such <laughs> an evil man. And he's having sex with that woman while doing it. Yeah, fuck you, you horrible... I guess you're all right, kids. I don't know. Throwing all the money in the air. <laughs> so villainous. Uh, but I was saying out loud to myself at 7.30 in the morning or whatever, I was like, please don't do a romance angle. Please <laughs> don't do a romance angle. coming from like, the moment No, I could. Her. That's why I was like, please don't do a romance yeah. angle. And there's a bit where, like, she gives him a present that's really thoughtful on a fake Christmas. Oh, yeah. And she's like, that's just what mummies do. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, 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 please, please don't do this. Well, maybe they could have played into that a bit more, like... Um, His mummy issues, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, like a sick, like, what is it, um, Phantom Thread. Do you remember they're like a couple and they both want to kill each other? I haven't seen that. Oh, well, that's Thanks kind of the spoiling ending, it. like a codependency <laughs> thing. Like, Yeah, that'd be fun. fetish is that he keeps on getting ill. He keeps getting poisoned by his wife and she keeps like nursing him back to health. 
maybe it could have been something like that like really sick ending really horrible i, I thought the plot of that film was about like sewing up dresses yeah he's a <laughs> he's... dressmaker but that's what <laughs> she's really poisoning him. yeah poisoning him with mushrooms he's like allergic <laughs> to her that's what... That's what it's about. That's my dream. <laughs> I need that. I need that dynamic in my life. But um, yeah, maybe they could have done that though. He could I have been know. like dressing as a kid. All the neighbors think that she's got like a third kid, but then they yeah. keep hearing her like "fuck the kid." No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like a horror film. <laughs> what was the Texas Chainsaw film with like the inbred family? It could have been like that by the end. <laughs> They didn't need the romance angle at all. Like, and they shoe on it in at the end. It comes I was like, very late. They, I was like, thank God they've not done it. They've, they, he's just platonic. But no, mm. they have a, a disgusting wedding, and his wife, who's like a foot taller than him and looks like a normal person, is like, <laughs> oh my God, look at my wife. <laughs> I did keep thinking he looked really small. Really small. It shouldn't be a thing. Like, we shouldn't keep judging people like this. It's really what upsets Tom Holland. But like, Sometimes you've got to mention what? it that men are small, and it's does funny. That ups- does that upset Tom Holland? Yeah, if you've not seen it, he's sick of saying about how small he is and how big Zendaya is. I'm going to Google this. This sounds fantastic. Tom Holland. What should I Google? Little? <laughs> <laughs> little little boy? <laughs> oh, this is the first article. is His little dimples. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I was thinking about. He's sick of people talking about his little dimples. His tiny little dimples. Um, Tom Holland height. height. That's what I'd go with. So his height is... He's taller than Tom Cruise, and he's the same height as Mark Wahlberg. Oh, is Mark Um, Wahlberg small? This is from ages ago. This is from two years ago, you fucking... Tom Holland says it's a stupid assumption that men should be taller than the women they date. Tell that to Luke Thomas when he's watching Dickie Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) The biggest... (laughs) <laughs> heightest of them all. <laughs> the giant golden god, Lou Thomas. <laughs> Mr. Body Negative. I hate I hate bodies that aren't like mine. <laughs> if you're not big, go home. If you're not like a big, horrible looking bald man, <laughs> get out of here. What do you mean you want to be a small, muscular, tight-bodied man? No, get out of here. You need to be as wide as a fucking bus. More on that later on Real Fit Boys. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, um, fuck. Uh, well, yeah. No, Tom Holland and Zendaya. Zendaya? Zendaya? I always go Zendaya, but I have heard Zendaya. Yeah. They look like they're a beautiful couple, uh, and that's fine. And that's fine because he's not being pushed in a pram by her. <laughs> Yet. You don't know what they do behind closed doors. Oh, uh, okay. If if it comes out that he's been pushed in a pram by her, then I'm saying that I want a new Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't want him back. Spider-Baby. <laughs> um, I don't want to kick shame on to... this pot. Let's, let's go back to watching our... Uh, talking about our film, but one sec. What's he doing? He's taking his top off. No! <laughs> What a horrible reveal. <laughs> what? In our Dickie Roberts episode, Luke Terry is just taking his hoodie off and he has a t-shirt that says Dickies on it. Because I'm property of the man himself. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I went and got changed into just before we started recording. <laughs> just for the big reveal. <laughs> That's why you were gone so long. I did have this t-shirt before seeing the film, but now I'm even more proud of it. 
It's awful. I don't know what to say else. There was that woman who's in everything. What's her name? Um, uh, she's in everything. She was in the film I Love My Dad this year. I Love My Dad. Ra- Rachel. She's an SNL person, I think. She's oh, in... Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch. She's in everything. I know. She was in You're I Love right. My Dad this year. <laughs> What's I Love My Dad? Oh, mate, it's really good. It's a comedy film with Pat Oswalt. No. Do you remember she it's... was like trans at the end of Click? Yeah, it was really bad. I didn't. I didn't like that mm. that way of telling that story. Um, but no, I love my dad. Is about I hate a... Pat and Oswald. Oh fuck off! You hate him as well. You said it. When? <laughs> in whatever <laughs> film we watched that had him in it, you said it. I've got right. it recorded. I liked it. I like Ratatouille, and I liked him in the I Love My Dad. So I've forgiven him. But anyway, I love my dad. Is about a guy, and he's talking to this girl online, and it turns out that the girl is his dad. Uh, catfishing him, and his dad is like catfishing him because he because he's blocked his dad on everything. It'd be like you, it'd be like Andrew, you blocking Andrew. That would never then, happen. Me and my dad it, are best friends. It'd happen I know, with I your, you and your dad, I reckon. Yeah, it'd happen with my dad. <laughs> I'd still him. fuck him on the date. What horrible thing to say about my father. <laughs> I didn't say your dad would want to do it I just said you'd want to do it <laughs> If my dad's listening to this I'm so sorry hey, I'm sorry <laughs> Sorry dad I'm sorry for what I must do <laughs> I'll match me if you want But I'll still be here <laughs> Oh for fuck's sake That's so funny You're a horrible horrible man Oh god, I don't. Want... For the record, I don't want to fuck my dad. <laughs> that makes it sound like I do. <laughs> I can't wait to edit that. Oh, <laughs> for the record, I do want to. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, you horrible little man. <laughs> uh, oh god, but yeah. He catfishes him to because he's blocked his son on every uh, his son's blocked him on everything, so he catfishes him, and then like the son's like sexting the girl. Uh, who's it's, who's the dad in it then? Is it Pat and Oswald? Pat Oswald's he, the Pat he's Oswald. got like an old dad no, he's the son. <laughs> That'd be quite an funny. Eighty-year-old man. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, I don't know who the main guy is, but the teenager. Uh, but it's based on his real life. His dad actually did that to him. Uh. It's really good, mate. And that it cuts to like them sexting, and you know, like in like in Hollyoaks, where men, women, <laughs> and children. The text. Yeah. <laughs> men, women, children stuff. Uh, but they do this like it's two characters having a conversation, so that it's the fake woman and and the boy sexting. But then oh. it'll cut Pat and Oswald in like kissing his son. Uh. <laughs> really good. <laughs> James Morosini, and he directed it as well oh. and wrote it. Really good. You should watch it. It came out this year. Underrated comedy film. Unlike this, which is shit. Hmm. This is just a com- comedy film, maybe, in like inverted commas. No, it's like a comedy drama. Or... No, I'm saying Dickie Roberts. Oh, Dickie Roberts is not funny. It's, it's not anything. Film. Yeah, comedy. Yeah, Rachel Dratch was in it. You were right about that. Yeah. <laughs> she was. But he doesn't. She's in I Love My Dad as well. Yeah, <laughs> what does she do in this? She's a receptionist. 
Yeah, she's a receptionist. And I then... feel like I've seen her play a receptionist at least six times in this podcast. I swear, she's always the same character. So what films has she been in? She's been in Click. She's been in this. She's in I Love My Dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> um, uh, just Go With It. That's yeah. My Boy. Chuck and Larry. The Week Of. One oh, yeah, she played only. a wife in that, didn't she? Yeah, she played his wife. To be fair, she's barely been in any films. She's only been in these films that Just in Adam Sandler ones. Yeah, she's also going to be in the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse film. I wonder who she's playing. Hmm. Probably the receptionist at the Daily Bugle or something. She's playing Principal. (laughs) (laughs) Anything where she can sit at a desk. Oh, here's a note that we can talk about. Twinkie Robe Guy reminds me of Luke Thomas. He has that kimono. I do. I have it on the back here. He had your haircut. Pardon? He had your haircut. He did have my haircut. He was a balding... Like he was a, he had like a monk's haircut. He had your hair and your. Beard he did have my face. fucking hair. He did have my face. You horrible man. I watched a thing today. Um, you know Alice Levine from Yes, my dad from, wrote a porno. Uh, yeah, she did like a sex documentary. Have you seen any of them? Channel Four. Um, no, they're quite good. They're like Louis Farouk produced. So it's kind right. of more just like what he used to do. But I watched the, I think it was the most recent one, and it was about feeders, and there were so many people in it that reminded me of you. Oh, for fuck's sake, why? Don't, like, just so many, like, little bald men with the same little beard that you've got. Like, even though we've known each other for, like, ten years, I wouldn't be able to pick you out of a lineup with these other Fuck men. off, that's not true. <laughs> Fuck off, you're horrible. <laughs> I'm sick of this. I'm sick of being compared to every fucking bald man that ever lived. Right, so the other day, did I tell beard, you about that? I had, so one of my friends who I used to work with, um, she sent a a picture to a group chat of what I can only describe as a, a bald, it was a little bald, ugly man with an ugly face and ugly like he was just very, very ugly and then she went, oh this man in my bat, in my like choir, looks exactly like you Why? The, I know, it was so bad and he's so ugly mate, and I was he's like singer, though. are you kidding, and I sent it round to my friends and they were all like <laughs> Oh, you do look like him, actually. I was like, are you kidding me? Please, can you send it to me now? Yeah, I'll send it to you now. You can live react to it. I was so fucking pissed off. I, I was really like, are you liked that. It ruined my holiday because it happened when I was in the airport to go to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> ruined my whole holiday being like compared to this ugly, ugly man. Oh, that's really funny. But it, uh, I don't mean that they had your face. I just mean it was the same vibe, just bald beard. That's that's not a vibe. Oh, for God's sake! Right, I'll send you a picture of it, and then a picture of an edit of that that one of my other friends has done, where I've been put onto the head of the person next to him, so it looks like we're twins. (laughs) (laughs) Twins. I'm I'm so fucked off. He does look a bit like me. I bet he's gonna look so much like. (laughs) It's like an imp. Look at him. He does look like you. Look at your eyebrows. The, look at him at the top. He's got a bit more hair. He's mate, He's five foot two. Oh, five mate, he really looks like you in that top one. He doesn't look like me. That's the one where he looks least like me. He does. No, he does look like you quite a bit. No, he doesn't look anything like me. He does look quite like you. He, he doesn't look that. You've got like a mole somewhere that he needs to have. Oh, my God. Are you saying that? The only thing that's stopping this man looking like me is a mole. A mole 
He looks happier. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you kidding me? He doesn't have the lines. You've got like a couple of lines on the forehead. He doesn't oh, so have I'm them. worse. I'm worse than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a better I'm worse looking. Than this ugly man. What's that? A clarinet? <laughs> he... Oh, man, this is getting very specific. You go. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> this is one of my friends' friends. <laughs> like, this ugly freak. She, she has a type when, she, when it comes to friends, doesn't she? So angry. <laughs> He looks so much like him. I don't look like him. Ah! He does look like you, though. He doesn't look like me. You just have to accept it, man. No, because this is the problem, is that anyone who's bald with a beard, I get fucking compared to. And yeah, it's but always he does like... have a similar face to you. What's, what does that mean? <laughs> well, what like, does similar that mean? nose, similar eyes. He's got quite a similar smile. He doesn't have a Better similar teeth. smile. He's got better teeth. He's got he quite does good not teeth, have better teeth. He has worse teeth. No, he's got good, quite good teeth. He doesn't. It's straight. Yours look he... like an abandoned graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> I only say things to get a reaction. I don't. I don't mean that <laughs> at all. He does. He, he does have the same kind of bags under his eyes that I do. He's got the same sad past. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, just sad. Like, oh god, it's so annoying. There's the nothing thing... worse than being told you look like someone, though, is there? Especially if you don't see it. Yeah, I mean, are you... <laughs> Do you remember that one I sent you the other yeah, day? Well, that boy, he looks just yes. like me. So just a little bit of context uh, for this episode. Uh, Luke is currently working a job, which I won't say what it is. But one of the people he was filming... Yeah. Uh, looks exactly the fucking same as him. He looks really similar to me. <laughs> it's quite creepy. He's got your chin. I think he could be like... Even though he's he's older than me, he looks like he could be a younger brother, I think. I think he looks like an older brother to you, to be oh, fair. I think to he you. looks older. Yeah, like he looks a bit bigger. Like it like not in a bad way either, just like like you're like a little scrawny. We've got so many similar man. features, it's actually insane. Are you gonna film him again? I think so. The thing with that one though is that like I was watching back the footage that I filmed of this man constantly. Had it on like a loop in the corner of the room. like an art installation (laughs) and um it was one of those things where like if he looked in a certain direction he looked like me but then when his face moved he didn't yeah like you showed me several photos and the first one you sent me you looked exactly the same yeah my mum thought it was me yeah he like luke's mum thought it was him it was mental she's known me for 27 years (laughs) known you (laughs) 11 months (laughs) And 14 days. She's known me all of that time. And just completely thought it was you in glasses. That's so I, good. I've sent it to so many people, though, and they're all like, why are you sending me photos of you? But, it's so good. Yeah, it's weird. Can you get a photo together, please? I'll get a photo <laughs> with this this flautist. You <laughs> both holding flutes. <laughs> <laughs> the ball <of> blowers. <laughs> you could be good. <laughs> Oh, I you guess that I guess it's look not like Mario and Luigi if they were bald. <laughs> That's what you I guess I guess it's not a choir then. I think I might have said that wrong. Like an orchestra? I don't know. Yeah. Woodwind. Where, where do flautists play? Is that what they're called? Flautists. They're a flautist, yeah. Flautist is a flute player. Is it? Yeah. I should know. My fucking twin is <laughs> <laughs> one lost brother. My Spanish brother. Fruitist. <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna have to get a photo with this chump. A flautist, a flautist, like florist, but with a T. I feel like that's not right. Oh fuck off! It is. 
<laughs> I'm really annoyed. Flautist. He's a flautist. Flutist. He's not a flutist. He's a flautist. Mate, it is literally called flutist. It's not. It's called flautist. I think I'm wrong. <laughs> flutist. <laughs> That's what Google says. Flutist. Flutist. Is it not a flautist? <laughs> I've just tried Googling flautist and it just said, do you mean florist? What the fuck? Have I gone mad? <laughs> I don't think it was oh, flautist. F-L-A-U-T-I-S-T. Oh. It's more proper in British English. Yes! Well done. Yes! And then there's another yes! Google question that says, is it fluter or flutist? <laughs> I guess you could say I'm kind of a fluter. Flautist. Can you hear that? Flautist. That Maggie Smith. Flautist. That's awesome. Lovely. Um, anyway, back to this. Back to Dickie. <laughs> that was a right tangent. We spoke that, about... That went on for ages. I can't wait to cut most of that out. No, keep it in, keep it in. I prefer a little bit of a taste of our lives rather than... Yeah, uh, we do need it now and again. Rather than this shit. Bland as this. They do that whole scene where it's basically that story that loads of people have told about how, like, someone needed a shit, so they went into... They did it in the cat's litter box, and it turned out the cat had been dead for, like, five days. Yeah. That one, but sometimes they do it with the dead bunny thing. Yeah, I find that so, like, horrible, that whole scene, because it's... Obviously a cuddly toy as well. Yeah, it's obviously a cuddly toy. They're washing and drying a dead rabbit, and the kids are like, "Ha ha ha ha!" They're all bonding over it. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking broken? Like, why are you laughing? You'd hmm. be like devastated and horrified. Sometimes people do laugh through the pain, though, don't they? They were laughing through the like pain. You in this podcast, every time I say something really mean that I shouldn't have said, go on, say something mean. What do you want me to say? The meanest thing you can pick up right now. <laughs> No, because I just have to cut it out like I usually do. <laughs> oh no, just just say something really mean and then bleep it out. <laughs> I love what you bring to this podcast. Oh, I hate it when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. He wears a t-shirt at one point that says grown-ups suck. Great. That's us. Predates the film. Predates, yeah. But it doesn't predate the script. For it. Yeah. True, yeah. Yeah, um, his way of saying he didn't want to do grown-ups at that point. Yeah, because of sucks. Yeah, sucks. I've got a quote you... that just says "Mummy's barking." Did he say that <laughs> at one point? I don't remember that. Mummy's bit. barking, kids. Is there a dream sequence in this with a tarantula? That never happened, did it? Where yeah, he lives I don't in a treehouse. Yeah, it seems like it is a dream sequence. He it... decorates their treehouse. That must be a dream because how the hell did he like very quickly embroider a cushion? With his own catchphrase. Yeah, and then you don't see the treehouse for the rest of it, so that would suggest it is a dream. I guess a dream. And then afterwards he's like, Ah, God, your mum's so fit, I want to shag her. (laughs) What's wrong with... (laughs) And he calls the little boy a prude because he doesn't want to shag his his mum. And he says says something like, try and think about if she wasn't your mum, doesn't he? Sick bastard. It's so dirty, man. There's a few moments like that which I felt quite unclean with. Like he's trying to help the kid flirt with the girl, and then mm. he's also like one the little girl's trying to dance, and he's there's a, another yeah, girl dancing. Right. Yeah, if, the there's, more I think about it, the more it is very gross. Yeah, actually, the, there's a little girl dancing in this, and she's doing like that this was quite the worst part. I think definitely. Um, it's very horrible, horribly filmed, and then. After the filming's done, of a twelve-year-old girl, Max mm-hmm. Dickie Roberts then goes like slut. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, what's slut. wrong with you? you 
horrible they, it's basically like this girl dancing and it's kind of a i guess it's probably their kind of parody of like britney spears maybe but she's like maybe five years younger it felt gross felt um, like it shouldn't have been filmed didn't it there's a few things in this that are just so mean spirited. Like, there's a bit with the neighbor which he sees in the thing, and he's like, "Ah, look at you, you fat freak! Why do you, why do you go and fucking die, fat, fat idiot?" Yeah. And the same with these bullies that are bullying the main boy, and then he's like, "Ah, why don't you go home and like go to Ego, you fat freak, you disgusting little loser?" And everyone's like, "Yes." And they're supposed to be like defining moments where he shows that it's good to like stand up for yourself. Oh, that's the problem, I think, is that Dickie Roberts apparently changes throughout the film, but I don't think he does. I think he stays the same horrible man. I think he just becomes more confident, if anything. He He becomes too confident. Yeah. And then he gets everything he wanted. And it's like, that's not that's not right. (laughs) Also, he just dances so much in this film. Dances so much. And he's Um, not cute. He's horrible. They mention going to Hawaii at one point, but then they don't go. Uh, the whole film, I said, feels like a pedo made it. <laughs> <laughs> it is very mean spirited as well because, like, his his ex girlfriend gets like a spin off show from his successful show yeah. at the end, and it's called "The Bitch Who Didn't Know She Was a Bitch." Yeah, and, and it's it all even just says like... it on like the cover of Rolling Stone or something. I don't want to be like rude, but let's say I went out with this guy, I'd cheat on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd cheat on him, I'd leave him, I'd rob him. And yeah. <laughs> but no, we're vilifying the person who'd leave this absolute little reprobate. Like I'd leave this guy in the gutter. <laughs> and he decides that he's gonna stay longer at their house as well at the end. Yeah, he makes that decision. Why don't he you just go ask. and do the film? He just says he's gonna stay there. I've got a note that says he's just like the cat in the hat. Yeah. Like, it's all on his terms. He could fuck their house up as much as he wants because he's rich. Why didn't he just go and do the film? Like the whole point is that the script has parallels with his life where he's this person in the script that Rob Ryan has written has like said, Oh, um, like, Oh, he's, he's after all this stuff and whatever. And then in the end, the thing that mattered was really there all along when he finds mm. love. And then he's like, Oh my God, that's like my life. So he quits the job. First of all, how does he become so famous in those like t- 10 minutes when yeah, he's just from like being cast in something he got cast and then he's there on stage with whoever who's that jay leno was one of them jay leno but who's the one on the musician is that steve tyler was that aerosmith when it's does the david Ma- david spade montage where it shows dicky roberts is i celebrity. remember it being like jay leno and then him at loads of premieres but then he's like ah, with like a musician is it <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Watch, did you watch this film? Yeah, ages ago. It's been like 24 hours. Yeah, he's he's basically there at the end. And that whole sequence sucks as well because there's clips and, and David Spade has a beard in it. Yeah. He doesn't look like Dickie Roberts. Different it's clearly ages. just... Oh, it's so bad! <laughs> and so isn't bad. it all set to the Peep Show theme song? <laughs> yeah, it's all set to the Peep Show theme song, which is very distracting. It made me wish I was watching Peep Show. And then he basically says, oh, well... And also, it's just so stupid because this a Rob Rayner, like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if, like, he's in a... What was he making at this point? At this Fucking point, shit. I don't know. But Rob Reiner is an underrated director, isn't no, he? No, I, I love Rob Reiner as a director. But he wouldn't be, like, on stage with Aerosmith because he got cast in a Rob Reiner art house film. <laughs> yeah, about someone building a heaven backyard or something. 
Yeah. The, like... the thing I think about the whole thing with the script of the film he's going to be in is that it literally sounds like a short film that would last about five minutes. Yeah. I know they're not going to go and tell everyone every detail of the script when he's only just been cast in it, but... It's such a weak, fake film. It's yeah, he weak. just tells everyone, like, just the start and end of the film. Oh, okay, Rob Reiner in 2003 was making... Uh, he. He directed the American rom-com Alex and Emma, starring Kate Hudson and Luke Wilson. The film is about a writer who must publish a novel in 30 days or face the wrath of loan sharks. Have you ever seen that film? Only twice. No. <laughs> Do you think Luke Wilson was having like been hounded by Aerosmith and Leno because of it? Yeah, you're right. I'm seeing the clip now that you were talking about. Fucking Who the fuck is that? Yeah, I think that is Aerosmith. Yeah. Where he's singing I Don't Want to Miss a Thing on stage with Steve Tyler and his big mouth. And then those girls are like, oh my God, let's shag. I want to shag you in the yeah, toilet, in the plane. Him, I want to fuck you because I love you. Like, yeah. what? He's a mm. freak. I feel like the whole concept of this literally came from like that weird time where everyone was saying that Macaulay Culkin was like a fucking scumbag. That pisses was... me off. Do you remember? Yeah, that pisses me off that whole era because that, that guy did nothing wrong. Search up like... Macaulay Culkin's legal troubles. The man did nothing wrong. And everyone got some bad photos of him and went, oh, look, he's on crack. He didn't do fucking anything wrong. And he he made like a Velvet Underground um, novelty band about pizza. He moved to Paris. He ended up like being doing this like niche YouTube channels. He's on Red Letter Media and stuff. He's a lovely man from all accounts. Some of that so, is quite eccentric, though. It's eccentric, yeah, but that's, that's funny. He seems like a, a nice fella. And I feel like he did. Running... He, maybe he did do crack though. Have you got proof that he didn't? I don't think he did. I'm going to Google Macaulay Culkin drug. <laughs> Give me a drug that will turn me into Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> They're also he got caught with like Xanax with I mean, weed. That's not a big thing, is it really in the US? No. Do they still? They. I if feel you... like it's legal as well. And if it's, I mean, it's a prescription drug, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin, no, I was not pounding six grand of heroin a month. I want him back. <laughs> I, want him, I want him to he get is a back. He is back. Resurgence. Yeah, do you ever watch any like, do you ever watch any Super Bowl and stuff? Do you ever watch any Red Letter Media? No. Oh, they're really good. They do like film reviews. And he was on their YouTube channel and he was he was really funny on it and really down to earth and nice and and it pisses me off. I'm glad we've brought that up. He looked quite handsome when he was on the cover of Esquire magazine in 2020. Look. Yeah, well, he's he's good looking. His brother's unreal in uh, Succession. I love Macaulay Culkin. He needs a bigger comeback. I think I he like was in Kieran. Like... We, Kieran I like all Culkin. the Culkins. They're all good. There's another one, isn't there, who's quite good. Was he in Scream 4? Uh, that guy? I think he was one of the killers. The one from Boy, Scott Pilgrim? No, that's Kieran, who's uh, in Succession. I don't know. He played with some fire. I guess that's the best way to put it. At the same time, he never went to rehab or anything like that. He's never had to clean out that way. No, but I remember... He says here. I mean, he did look a bit... He did look a bit dodgy, to be fair to him. But, I mean, he lived a life. Mate, who bought all the horrible photos that have been taken of me and you? None. None. I've seen one. I've... Oh... (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was yeah, one of you, you with the flute was unreal. It's a oh, great photo. Hate you so much. <laughs> oh god, I'm so annoyed. I I want to end this. So anyway, I there's a weird. By that. There's a weird. Do you need to talk? Should, I, should we stop recording for a bit? <laughs> you want to end this?
I want to end this. Oh, no. <laughs> There's You're a... like Dickie Roberts. You're a real dark character. <laughs> I'm such a dark, dark character. But anyway... Um... There's a weird ending. They end up he he ends up making his own sitcom that everyone loves, and it's inexplicable because it looks shit. Hmm. And um, yeah, but come on, we've watched a lot of Adam Sandler related TV shows that did quite well. I don't like the ending to this. It, it's implying that the only thing stopping this guy having a, an amazing career was like him not having like that familial connection. But I, I think the problem that he has is that he's a talentless freak. <laughs> so he would yeah, there's con- never proof he's a good actor is there never and spade definitely doesn't convey that and he's no bad yeah because to film... go back to like blades of glory like there's the amy polar and what's the guy called you know, will arnett will arnett their family thing is that like they turned out really weird because their family like pushed them into ice skating right so yeah i'm like <laughs> inbred or whatever um there could have just been more like that. Like, he is just really weird. He should have been good at what he does. But, I don't... yeah, I think you're right. David Spade couldn't show that. Yeah, it was a bit... Half-arsed. Yeah, just naff, half-arsed, uh, rubbish ending. Uh, and then it, it does have a... It has a second ending, which is a music video of loads of child stars singing about, like, oh, treat us better. Basically, Live Aid, We Are The World, that kind of thing, but with that kind of vibe, people. Um how many of these did you actually recognize? I recognized some of their names when it came <laughs> up on the screen. Like when it said someone was like rerun, I feel like that was like a dodgy joke in another Adam Sandler film. He's like, okay, then rerun or something like that. There's a lot yeah. of like names that I heard of, and like Willis was there from what you're talking about, Willis. Yeah. Like they're all people that I've heard like the odd joke about, but I only recognized the two Corys and Screech and Gary and Coleman. G- Gary Coleman, yeah. I don't want to say it. Uh, a lot of these I'm assuming are dead now hello hi <laughs> why are you assuming that they're dead because this film was only 20 years ago most of them look 40 let's go through them uh, so we've got Will Ames uh, alive Fred Berry dead Todd Bridges alive Gary Coleman dead Jeff Conaway dead Tony Dow dead Corey Feldman alive Corey Haim dead Christopher Corey Knight. Feldman's um, gigs that he's doing. No. They're always on my TikTok. He's playing these really weird self-indulgent concerts. Should we watch one? Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Knight, alive. You get it up whilst I go through. Uh, Barry Gordon Livingston, alive. Mike Luckinland, alive. Okay, it's getting better now. I feel Maureen... like I'm going to cut this bit. Maureen McCormick, alive. Eddie Mecca, dead. Jeremy Miller, alive. Erin Moran, dead. Haywood Nelson, alive. Jay North, alive, but his his photo is like an old black and white picture of a child. Ron Palillo, dead. Butch Patrick, alive. Raul Peterson, alive. Adam Rich, dead. Rodney Allen Rippey, alive. Ernest Lee Thomas, alive. Charlene Tilton, alive. Okay, so quite a lot of alive. Fair enough. Um, out of his mates, uh, they are all... Oh, no. No, Dustin Diamond dead. What? Screech? Screech is dead, yeah. He died last year, I think. He's dead. He died in 2021. Uh, he died of 
extensive stage four cell, small cell carcinoma of the lungs. He completed one round of chemotherapy and then died. That's horrible. That's really, really sad. Why are you yeah. laughing then? I mean, it's so awful, isn't it? Like, yeah, what are you talking about? At? I don't know. I don't know how to react to that. That says a lot about you. I think we need to cut all of I'm, that. I know when to joke, but I mean, that's really insensitive. Your little face. Look on uh, look on Facebook at the video. I just sent you of Corey Ferdman's little gig. Okay. They're rubbish. They're really shit. He's little gig. <laughs> yeah, because there's like an audience of 10. He has like his films projected in the background. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Amber Brown six months ago. Not going to lie, I actually had a really good time last night. Corey fully committed to the whole show. I saw one that was like his hype video when he goes on stage. And it was like literally like an X Factor VT. Bloody strange, isn't he? Look what he says, look, live at the High Times Cannabis Cup. <laughs> I wanted to go just to watch the train wreck, but no one would go with me. Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. And Screech is dead as well. That's sad. Yeah, that is sad. Jesus. Right, look, look we need to get this back on track. I've closed okay. my notebook and put it away. We haven't even finished. We've <laughs> spoken about it all. We need to get onto a Sandler scale. Is there anything else you want to say about Dickie Roberts' former child star? No. Watch it. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Let's go on to our spade list. Spade list. Worst name ever. Fitting. Can you believe, by the way, before we start this, that we've got to watch Joe Dirt 2, maybe Father ah. of the Year. We've got like 10 episodes of the Sandler pit left. <laughs> that's... we've committed in our heads to doing 100 episodes and that's, that's going to be two of them I think we lose one of them I reckon no, we've got... of the year no no we've got to watch that that's a happy Madison we'll have to do it as a we'll do it as one episode we've wasted too much time doing like commentaries and stuff oh have we have <laughs> we Mr. fucking oh let's do another commentary then they're easier, they're quicker for the edit, they're quicker yeah. for the edit. Oh no. A hundred episodes isn't L. enough, is it, for a studio that made forty eight films? <laughs> or whatever we'll we're up, fucking we'll doing. Double up. <laughs> I think we should do another commentary. We should do another uh, Saturday Night Live episode. <laughs> um <laughs> So how did you do on your spade list? Uh, I did pretty well actually. It took me a while to get a, a line, but I got six ticks. Uh, my line was hitting nuts happens very early at the celebrity boxing match that he does with that little man um, racist joke is Vin Diesel Chinese he's kind of just like what is he very naughty and violent children with the bully kids that's when I ticked it and that was 53 minutes in it's so quite a late one um, nice. I also got singing spade quite early when he's driving and singing that song about some ride like the wind bullshit Um Product placement, Burger King Cup at one point. Not as egregious in product placement as you'd expect. Um, and Spade screams again in the celebrity boxing when he's getting punched in like the nuts and the bum and stuff. Didn't tick Coca-Cola, didn't tick half-nude slow-mo, surprisingly. And didn't tick Alan Covert because he's not in this, even though some of his other friends are. Oh yeah, Dante and uh, Lochran are in this. First time we've seen him in a while, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. How did um, you do? I did fine. I think I got my line in an hour. Mm. So my so line was 
Pardon? Same sort of time as me. Yeah. Um, I got shouting spade. He's always mm. kind of just making screeching noises. 70s and 80s rock song plays. I feel like, I don't know what, but there was a song playing. Probably that Ride Like the Wind one. Yeah. Other than uh, that, it was all like Good Charlotte and Blink-182 songs, wasn't it? <laughs> rap, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, I also got Everyone Loves Him when he was at the when all the kids at the school were like... I think that's mm. the moment where I was like, oh, no, everyone loves this fucking idiot. If that was your line, then we I think we got it at literally the same time. It's the same scene, isn't it? Buddy kids. Nice. Okay, well... Ty. Ty, for the first time ever. <laughs> uh, I also got misogyny, particularly when he calls anyone a slut, uh, and fast food for the Burger King thing. Um what I didn't get, I didn't get Pepsi, mm. I don't think. I didn't get comedy actors before they were famous. This film is all about people after they were famous. And yeah. I didn't get Bikini Babes. And somehow I didn't get Jared Sandler, <laughs> a person who would have been se- seven years old. <laughs> I literally put his name because I've missed seeing him. <laughs> I miss him so bad. But we might as well bring him up. He's so underrated. Sweet, sweet boy. Sweet but yeah, boy. that's uh, that's mine. Great. Well, it, it was quite tropey, but maybe we just had some of the... Well, I don't know. We both did pretty well. Yeah. Silly film. Um. So, Luke, uh, we have got the DVD of that film. Whatever, we just watched Dickie Roberts. All my child stuff. Um, do you want to nurse it in the pram and push it very gently into... The Sandler Castle, where it'll be celebrated with with Joe Dirt. <laughs> Side the castle. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Or are we going to push him out of the pram or the push chair? Could stamp on his horrible, disgusting little head, rip his gloves off, slap him, and shove him into the pit with the wrong Missy. Uh, where are we going to put it? Pit or castle? Well, I came into this. At the start of this episode, I was just like, yeah, this film was nothing to me. I just watched it, didn't hate it, didn't like it. Hearing you talk about it, it's made me dislike it more than I did coming in. Yes. So uh, <laughs> you made me think about it, which is one of, the, one of the worst things you could ever do to a man. <laughs> yeah, Pitt. Let's go, Pitt. Yeah. I think it's just not funny enough to earn like how sleazy and creepy it is. Mm. I don't. I know that's a really weird sentence, but like, if there were good jokes in this and stuff, that might have leveled out its flaws. Whereas there's no memorable bits apart from him. Like the only comedy in it is always just him hurting himself, mm. like going on a slip and slide and like hitting a fence and stuff like that. Like that happens all the time. But yeah, it's quite a bad character, not a very good performance. And the film's just like shoddy. The story's all over the place. A couple of cameos that are okay, but other than that, not really worth visiting is it or revisiting mm. how about you uh yeah the same this is going into the pit this is a a good idea on paper and a good concept which is executed very badly it's pretty much got a very similar vibe to billy madison but if billy madison was really shit yeah the uh, the story of like a child star that's washed up has been done so much better in different mediums this is just a really poor film. I didn't have a good time. It's not funny. It's quite sleazy and gross. And everyone treats Dickie Roberts like he's really cool, even though the point of the character is that he's not cool. Uh, if you want to watch this kind of story in a darker version of it and a funnier version of it, then watch Bojack Horseman on Netflix. That's 
that tells this kind of story a lot better and mm. in a much, much more interesting way. Uh, but as this stands, this is a rubbish film. And I had a bad time. And it made me think, God, I miss Joe Dirt. <laughs> Why is that such a recurring thing, though, in all of these films that, like, they tell you this person's a washed-up loser and then everyone loves them? Why is that a thing? Because they, the ego of it, it's like you can't present yourself as this massive loser and fully commit because you still need to show that you're actually quite kind of cool really like it's... Step Brothers is the perfect film and look at that there's none exactly. of that in it exactly if, until if they sing at the Catalina wine mixer there's none of that stuff no one thinks they're cool other than Agatha from WandaVision <laughs> the only <He's>... person <laughs> <laughs> if they'd have committed to that if they'd have committed to people think they're a freak and that's it for the whole film and that ego hadn't got in the way then this could have been it's a really good idea on paper it's just really badly executed yeah but you're right it's just been done in so many other better things well another addition to the pit then is in there with uh, the do-over and pretty much everything else that david spade's done i think good riddance <sighs> well there's only one thing left to do it's not a Sandler game because this is a spade film. <laughs> We're going to do another real fit, boys. <laughs> they are going to be real fit, boys. Real fit, boys. How's your fitness journey going? Oh, badly. Uh, so since the last update, um, I've had fitness peaks and fitness troughs hmm. because I joined the gym. Uh, so I now go to Nuffield because I've got a blue light card. I'm not going to get into details of my work and the reasons why I have that card, but I get a discount. You shouldn't have one, basically. I, no, I shouldn't have one. <laughs> but I, I'm applicable for one, but... Um, but now I've joined Nuffield, so now I've, I've started like a, a weightlifting and routine where I'm also going swimming after, and mm-hmm. there's a sauna and a steam room, and it's it's quite nice, actually. Nice. But the problem is, is that for the last two weeks, I kind of had like big break from from like the gym and healthy eating and stuff because I was in Italy, so I was eating a lot of pizza and bread and pasta and beer. You were eating beer? I was chewing it up. <laughs> no, to be, fa- to be fair, me and uh, me and Amy went into a restaurant, and then someone poured me a beer, and it was icy. It was like drinking a slush. Oh, it was really weird. <laughs> I was weird. like, I was like, what the fuck? Was it but nice? I didn't want to. Co- no, no. <laughs> it's too cold. It's like they put a can of it in the freezer for like just two hours. Loads of crushed ice. Like you thought you yeah. were making like a mule or something. It was really odd. I didn't like it. <laughs> Um, but Mediterranean diet's kind of healthy. Not the way I was eating, mate. I was, <laughs> I was eating so much bread. It was the beer, I think, was the problem. I bet you did a hell of a lot of walking, though. I did loads of walking. I did twenty-seven thousand steps every day. That's amazing. That's probably quite good. That probably levels it out, really. No, because that's a lot me... of carbs you'd lose from doing that. No, because me and Amy were talking about it exact from that, and I was saying like my body's really fat, but my legs feel really skinny. So I felt like a oh, like Doctor Eggman, Eggman from Sonic the Hedgehog. It's just like, or the the thing where there's like memes of dogs wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> 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 oh, 
um so then i got i got back and i was also a bit unhealthy because i was like visiting friends and i was and i had friends over for the oscars and stuff so um for the last uh three or four days i'm back on it uh back on healthy eating and everything i've gone up a bit i think i'm i weighed myself earlier i'm 15 stone eight but it's whatever and as well as that yeah better than what he was and also like uh i've got i'm doing more weightlifting um, reaching higher peaks i've got into creatine except the other day i had like a massive dinner and then like laid down for about two hours then had a glass of creatine and went to the gym at like half seven at night and i genuinely thought i was going to be sick in the like oh, weightlifting no. bit it was horrible what is creatine then so it, it basically improves the i think it's like the water retention in your muscles so it improves your like vascularity and, and stuff like that and oh, it I helps like what is it like as a physical thing gas liquid oh it's like a, a powder uh that you like you get like a teaspoon of it and you spin it into like a glass of water oh, okay um to be honest i'm gonna be honest with you i don't really know what it does mm. <laughs> i just read an article and it, oh like watched a video i think and it was like oh you should take creatine before a workout and protein after uh it's an amino acid located mostly in your body's muscles as well as in the brain um and your body doesn't produce enough of it, uh, even though it's produced apparently in like meats and stuff and in the body. What it's like when people say they're going to take like a pre-workout is like... Sort That's of pre-workout, yeah. And creatine, it helps to maintain a continuous supply of energy to working muscles by keeping production up in working muscles. Uh, so small amounts are found in your heart and brain. And then you can find it in foods, but not not that much of it. Side effects... Weight gain, muscle cramps, muscle strains, stomach upset, diarrhea, dizziness, blood pressure, liver dysfunction. Not worth it, is it? But I, I consulted... It's got few... you looking swole, though. <laughs> I consulted a few of my friends who are doctors, and then I was like, will this kill me? And they were like, no, nah, it's fine. Like a teaspoon of it before a workout. This is only if you abuse it, like if you're like having loads of it. But I'm just testing it out. I got it like it was. There was an offer on on my protein, so I got that and some protein. I just wanted to see if I could get as veiny as possible. Literally, all it's done is give you that big ass vein in your forehead. I, know, I <laughs> knew you were gonna fuck you covering it. Just as I said it, you covered it. <laughs> I knew. I knew what you were gonna say. I could see it already. It made it go bigger. Didn't it? <laughs> but now I want to. I, I kind of want to start measuring my arms. Oh, really. <laughs> I don't know, like, see if I can just get a massive... But I don't really want to get one massive. To, just one arm. Like Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> Doesn't he have that at one point? When he's transforming. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm still trying to go for, like, functional uh, and a bit leaner as well. So that's why I'm mixing a lot of cardio and, like, doing a bit of a cut still. Uh, but yeah, it's all right. What, what about you? Nice. Well, what was my update last time? I did nothing. You've swigged two beers while we've been doing this recording. I don't think you're keeping that weight up. I know that's Moretti quite bad. though. He's still in holiday mode. I know, I know. It's the <laughs> the Birra Moretti Italia Authentica. Authentica, yeah. Of course, it's delicious. Have you ever had Birra Moretti? Yeah, I, I like a Birra have... Moretti, mate. They're good, mate. I I'd never had it until I went on a holiday, and I was like, they I don't think have I'd... it over there. No, they had a Peroni, but I had one in the airport. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was like, you know, when everyone says Foster's is like an Australian beer, and then when you speak to an Australian, they're like, we don't fucking drink that, we drink twoies. I think it was mainly Peroni and stuff I was drinking, but I think I did have one beer and Moretti when I was there, and I was like, fuck, this is nice. They're really good, yeah, I like a beer and Moretti. 
Not good so, for my health journey. Nah, but don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> so last time my update was nothing. This time, the world's changed. <laughs> Day to night. As it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally different now. So I had a couple of very long days. I'm, I think I'm still quite good with my um, my portions. I'm okay mm. with. I'm not eating as much as I was like last year at the end. I had a couple of long work days, yeah. And I think I told you before about the studio thing is that everyone snacks all the time. Yeah. I did a week of like 14, 15 hour days. And the first two, I didn't touch a snack. I just had waters, just had teas, didn't touch a Malwam. Didn't touch a Harry bow, dairy milk, no way. <laughs> and then I kind of broke, like on the third or fourth day. I was getting a bit tired. Slug- I was I was feeling a bit sluggish, so I had some chocolate and stuff. But again, it was the same as what you're saying about when you were in Italy. I was doing like I think about fifteen thousand steps every day yeah. on my feet constantly and stuff. So like I felt like it was probably burning. And there was times where I was waiting around doing nothing, so I just like walked up and down the stairs and stuff. What? <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go take a walk, <laughs> pretend I'm on up my the phone. Stairs. Or I was going up and down the stairs at these venues and stuff. And then from there, I then filmed a guy who's like massive, big gym boy. And I was filming in the gym, and I was like, I need to get into this. So I've done the same thing, and I've, I've joined the gym. <laughs> I can't believe this. This is I massive. Paid a year news. in full. Have you ever been to a gym before? <laughs> yeah, I used to do. Literally though. Last time, other than to film, I filmed in gyms quite a lot the last couple yeah. of years. But other than that, I'd say last time I went just for myself was at university. I remember seven it... years ago, I'd say. Did you ever join the gym that me and Jack used to go to? No, I had one in my flat in second year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. So I used to do that a lot. But I've I've never gone gym to do like weightlifting. It's just not like it's not something for me. I've always I just remember... done cardio. Yeah, I remember going to the Pavilions gym in first year. That's the first gym I ever like properly went to. And I used to wear that horrible uh, Carnage t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and the pub crawl. It was so um, bad. But no, getting to getting to weights and stuff, it's it's good exercise. I, might. I feel like I need to lo- I want to lose weight first though. I want to sh- shed like some more weight. But and then that's... I might I might start, but like I'm not that bothered about it. When I look at people with muscles, you know what I always think? What? Can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, as if I do. Um, it's just nothing. It's just something that's never really like been interesting to me. Whereas I actually do quite like running. Um, how good is this though, right? So I'm telling you this. I haven't been in the gym in six, maybe seven years. I think. Um, we had a treadmill for a bit at home when I lived with my parents like four or five years ago. And I used to go on it like twice a week, do maybe 3K or something like that, do like half an hour of running and walking and whatever. But I thought, oh, I'm really unhealthy because we're doing this. And I heard about like that couch to 5K thing. Yeah. And so I did the first week of that and I was listening to it while I was on the treadmill. And it's, I think it's like five minutes walking, a minute of running minute of walking minute of running it's like that for like 25 minutes it's interval training Mm. and it got to the end of it and then they were like oh you should have been doing a brisk walk and then a jog but really i was doing like a jog and then a sprint i didn't realize that i'd like done it too much and i looked and so this is the first week of like a nine week program or something and 
I got to the end of the first week and I'd done 3.8k and I was just like why don't I just just fucking do 5k so in the yeah. first week I've already done the 5k so like I don't need to do this couch thing oh you like, bastard I'm I'm struggling to get I'm struggling to get 5k I'm, I usually average about like 3 to 4k I've done a few 5k's since January but like I'm, I did 5.5 on the treadmill i don't like treadmill running though it bothers oh, I me it. i like running in the park get some nature out on me no, i go not for me i was looking at white wall in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. to some library music on the nhs couch to 5k app <laughs> <laughs> i told you i was going to tell you about an anecdote that happened to me at the gym the other like two days ago uh so i was doing i never know what the machines are called it's really embarrassing you're like the cable machines and stuff yeah where you can like do like a chest, chest fly stuff uh so I, I had that and then i also had like a barbell which i was doing curls with at the same then... time <laughs> i just had that with on my cock. on his ankles <laughs> Floating no, was, up in the air. I was doing a superset, so I was doing uh, a chest fly. Then I was doing like some curls, and then I had a kettlebell. So I was doing some—I uh, don't know what they're called—but you like lean from side to side, and right. kind of it's a good ab workout. And then I was just doing that over and over again, like seven times or whatever. And like in the second time I was doing it, this old man came over, this old fuck, and he stood like a meter away from me, and he was just like staring at me. <laughs> And I had my headphones on, but he was just staring at me. But obviously, to do the chest thing, I have to move forward. So I like moved up, and he just didn't move. And it, I was like, like a couple of meet, like centimeters from my face. And I was like, it was really weird. So I took and my then headphones. He said, "Are you a Spanish flute player? Or do you oh, look fuck. like my friend?" Oh. <laughs> You're so horrible, horrible <laughs> little man. Nah. I took my headphones off and I was like James Corden. I was like, "Oh, excuse me, sir." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? What's? Why are you step? Are you all right? Like, can I help you with anything?" And he was like, "Because there's no reason any fucker should be staring at me. I'm doing all the exercises wrong. I don't have a full range of motion. <laughs> I'm not like a goddamn Brad Pitt. I'm not there like Dwayne Johnson. I'm doing he the exercises." What you think he was like admiring you? He was staring at me. So I was like, "Why is he was staring?" He concerned at me? you were doing something wrong then. I don't know. Well, I took my headphones off, so I was like, what's up? And he was like, I want that machine. I was oh, like, I knew it would be that. I was like, right, okay. I was like, why didn't you say? And he was like, oh. I was like, well, I've got five more sets, so just give me a minute and I'll I'll go grab you when I'm done, if that's all right. And he was like, yeah. And then he just didn't move. He kept staring at me. <laughs> so I took my headphones off again and I went, mate, if you don't leave right now, I'm not getting off this machine till the gym closes. <laughs> I went, I can't do this whilst you're, I can't finish whilst you're staring at me, which is, is that opposite, a big problem that you, which is the opposite problem I usually have involved men when I'm fucking, up. <laughs> I love it when they look Your at me. dad on the dating app. No. <laughs> Sorry, this usually never happens. <laughs> this never happens. But then I was like, mate, you need to go away. Like you're just, you're putting me off. And then a man who was on the squat rack, like kind of put his weights down and was like, Oh, is there anything else that you wanna you could use? And he was like, No, this is all I want to use. So he just carried on staring <laughs> at me. And eventually, I because I was like glaring at him and I was just like, I'm not getting off. I'm not getting off. So he did move away. <laughs> and then the bravado kind of left me. I was like, Oh, I, I want to get off actually. I want to oh, go. I home. hate you in the gym. <laughs> I know, I'm so rude. <laughs> You're so cocky. 
uh, he, the bravado ran up, and I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off, and I'm gonna go to a, another machine. I went on the machine, so the old man like scuttled over like a little rat, <laughs> went onto the, my machine. He was on it for twenty fucking seconds, and then he left. I was oh. like, you fucking bastard, <laughs> making me feel so stressed. Then anyway, I went for a swim. I went for a sauna. I came into the change room, and then the old fuck waddles over, cock first, <laughs> completely naked. But he's like, he was walking way in the front of his body was his cock, and he had the horriblest penis I've ever seen, and his bum was like covered in liver spots. Oh, how old reckon he was? He was like sixty, but like a decrepit sixty. So, like, he was all saggy, he was really pale, his body was dirty, and I saw up his bum. (laughs) Why were you properly looking at this man? I couldn't not look at him, he was in my face. because he stared at you doesn't mean you should have stared back at him when he was naked. I was considering, should I just stare at him as he gets changed, uh, (laughs) as revenge? But he was so proud of his horrible body. So I was, like, looking down, like, trying to get changed myself, and he just... He got his stuff out the locker and put it next to me and just got changed right next to me. I was like, oh, get off me, get off me. And he was like, that's what 20 seconds on the cable machine can do to your body. (laughs) (laughs) Flexing his cock at you. It's horrible. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. And I'd just paid for the the same as you, like the year membership that day. And I was like, oh, no. You regretted it instantly. This gym's full of horrible freaks. Well, my one's brand new. Like, it's been open for a week. That's why I signed up. Oh, it's wow. a really okay. good place. It's one of those memberships where you can go to, like, any in the country. Yours is probably the same, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, mine's the same, yeah. Pretty decent. Who's so yours with? There, uh, Anytime Fitness. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a chain thing, in it? But I was there yesterday at about, like, midday around that kind of time. And there was this man who was there, I think, maybe with his partner or something. He was doing this leg press thing mm. where you, like sit down you have your legs up you know pressing the weight and um he was on that for i want to say he did maybe five five presses of it and then Mm. he'd get up and take pictures of his arms (laughs) (laughs) and i kept spotting him and he was i would say he was a similar build to us but like like arm wise he didn't have big arms or anything it wasn't like anything impressive he but he was skinny he had like a skinny body and then, mm. like, just, like, normal arms, I would say. But he was flexing them in the mirror. And I saw him do this routine four times. Take the same photos. Same photos after do- time. After Off doing a leg, leg press. Yeah, and then took photos of his arms. <laughs> I saw him do it so many times. That's I awesome. Kept thinking, what is this man? <laughs> I was so close to going over and being like, your arms look great. <laughs> just to boost his confidence even more. Oh, God. I hate, I hate taking photos of the gym. Or like people who take photos, I'm like, oh god! Mm. I send the odd one. I've sent some to you. You sent one to me, yeah. But I'm not flexing. Makes me photo. (laughs) Yeah, I've not actually been. I'll send you one every time I go. (laughs) But because I'm only running, I I like I get red if the wind blows. Let alone if I'm running for 45 minutes. Like my, I'm just a red person. I get red sweaty. So so you're going disgusting. I was running. What go on? You're going to a gym. Yeah. And just running and then going home. Yeah, I don't like running outside. And You're paying all this money to, to just run out, run it's inside. It's cheaper than a treadmill would be, though. The park's cheaper than that. Yeah, but there's people like you in the park. <laughs> what, what am I doing in the park? Fuck knows, I don't want to know. 
<laughs> when there was the lockdown, I like tried running outside, but I just don't like it. Fair enough. I, just I don't like running on a treadmill. I don't like it inside. It makes me a bit ill. I'm like, oh god, this should be the podcast itself. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about this more. This is way better. Than... No, I don't like this. I do like that we're finally. Well, I'm finally embracing it. You have been. Yeah. Oh, we haven't done our weigh-in. I, I've already weight. said I'm 15 eight. I weighed myself what, before. What we did was yours this. to start off with? 16. 16 four. I think the last time I I went down to like 15 15 six, five or something, and then yeah, I bounced it up again, but. It's fine. Well, the cut is happening again. I'm regular Jared Leto, you know. Mine's up and down all the time. My weight, <laughs> I lose weight for a roll. I weighed myself this morning and I was down to 14.3. Fuck you. 14, Jesus. Eight. So thin. One ra- so... one race. One time. One run. That's five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty. That's decent. I mean, it, it won't stay. It will go up and down. Mine always does because it depends on work and stuff. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go gym again tomorrow. I'm gonna try and go every two or three days and just keep fucking running like Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> does your does your gym not have a pool or anything? No, it's just um, there's a shower. <laughs> I'm really liking swimming. I'm really bad at it though. Like I all used the to old love swimming when I was younger. I was really me and, good. Me and Jack used to go swimming. Me and Jack did a lot of like fitness stuff when we were at Union. Just didn't change whatsoever. Because <laughs> <laughs> we used to go to the gym at Pavs. Then we went to Pure Gym, uh, and mm. then we we joined a swimming pool. I think Jack got accosted by like like women who ran it, and she was like, "Oh, so did, what did you want this?" And he ended up <laughs> signing up for the fucking gym there as well. It's like fifty quid a month, and he, and he never used it. He only went swimming. Oh god, it's so funny. I bought a pair of shorts that has cycling shorts underneath it built in. Yes. <laughs> I put them on and I saw Emma looking at me and she was just like, what is wrong with you? What, like Goes for one run and now he's wearing cycling shorts to run. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love I love us getting fit. I'm so hoping I can stick to it. I reckon if I stick to it and I, if, if I go down to, I reckon, 13.6, that's, that's the weight I'm going to put it on. Don't know why. Very precise. When I get to that, that maybe is then when I start doing the rest of my body exercises. Yeah. Instead of just running. But at the I moment, wanna... I'm, my focus is cardio and like getting my diet to be just a little bit better. To be fair, I really like cardio as well, but um, that weightlifting. Diet's a big part in it. Yeah. But weightlifting like does a lot of the kind of uh, converting fat into muscle and stuff. So... Yeah. But I just want to lose the fat. I don't want it to yeah. be hard. I want it to just be gone. I, I want to see my boy. I haven't seen my boy in a long time. <laughs> All my toes. Any of it would just be such a bonus. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to cut as well because I was so preoccupied in the past of just like, I need to get big. I need to yeah. get so big. And then it's just like, you end up, when you stop exercising, you just end up fat. Do you know what? Sorry. The thing for me, I can't turn off being judgmental. I <laughs> can't turn it off. And I was in the gym the other day, the one time that I've been. <laughs> it's been so such a monumentous occasion for me, as you can tell. But I looked around and other than like the people that were clearly like gym users, there's just like a couple of guys in there that were lifting big weights, but had very round barrel bellies. And I was looking at these guys and I was thinking like, fair play, like you're doing it. But I wouldn't want that body. 
That's why I want to lose the belly first. See, they're my they're my kin. <laughs> I love those big lads and their big bodies. Uh, bless them. But it's no, their own, in it. But I think I yeah. just want to have like an I want an athletic body before I have like a, a ripped body. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I think mine is just I'm gonna carry on weightlifting everything, but yeah, more cardio, but also like making sure I'm in a calorie deficit and reducing the amount of whatever i'm eating like not cutting out things completely but just not having like portions yeah just a normal portion a human portion would be great um should we wrap this up then i think yeah i think a pretty uh, successful real fit boys that is a good real fit i can't fit imagine boys. mine's gonna be this good next time because i'll probably have been to the gym like three times no you've got to go make sure you go like every other day it'll work out that my gym memberships cost me like 112 pound per time that i've been <laughs> 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 I can't. I can't have that no. happen. Do, go to the gym. I'm going at the moment every day, except for like I think I'm having like one or two rest days a week. So you're not it's... going every day, then, are you? Fuck off. I'm going every weekday. That's it's too. Good. That's. I feel like that's not good. It's fine. You got to let your body recover. No, <laughs> I'd just do a different muscle group the next day. I want to be. You're going because you're there cruising, aren't you? I'm there. What? You're cruising. What does that mean? Google it. Maybe does that means something sleazy. You might have to put gay in front of it. Oh, okay. Gay cruising. <laughs> That's what you're doing with the old Gay men. cruising spots near me. Gay cruising in England and Wales describes the act of searching about a public place in pursuit of a partner for sex. Oh, 41 gay Sheffield cruising areas. Gay Nuffield guy 2023. Health. Number one, Nuffield Health. <laughs> hey, what are you boys doing? Hey, you want to you get in the back of a Nissan? It's like the best way to do it is that you use the cable machine and wait till a man stares at you. Then you... <gasps> Meadow Hall Centre. <laughs> That's one of the... Crooks Valley Park. That's where I go running every night. <laughs> Large park with plenty of hidden sheltered areas for activity. <laughs> Much of the action from Western Park has now moved here after the other park's cruising area was closed off and bushes cut back. Oh my god, I go running there every other day. Is that where you do the sort of like sloping <laughs> down? They thing? do to be fair, they do have like quite a lot of bushy areas where I could just shag a man. <laughs> That's really good, isn't it? Bowl Hills, fuck, I go to Bowl Hills. Dinnington Rugby Club! My hometown. Oh, this is very exciting. I've never seen you so excited. I know. I can't believe there's all these hot spots in it in my area for some gay cruising. <laughs> oh, this is mental. This is all like really close stuff. Millennium galleries. Great possibilities here. Quiet toilets. Two stalls. Three urinals. Mm. Who can shag at urinal? Because you sit in it, don't you? What? <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't <laughs> oh god Attercliffe graveyard crowd casual be careful police station down the road <laughs> oh no john lewis at this in the city center that's closed down now crowd mix of older married and straight acting folk <laughs> oh god this is awesome. I want to look up this later. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our review of the film Dickie Roberts, former child star. Hope you've enjoyed the last hour and a half of podcasting. I uh, hope you got what you were looking for when you clicked on this Dickie Roberts related episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us thesandlerpit at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on our social media, which is all uh, at the Sandler Pit on Instagram and Twitter and, and Facebook, where, yeah. where all of our tag locations are Crooks Valley Park. 
if you want to find all the cruising locations, then message RGs on Instagram. <laughs> he will first... see you at Meadow Hall. <laughs> I will see you all at Meadow Hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so childish. <laughs> laughing at this. You Jake's road. Thing. You Jake's road for sucking me off. And... <laughs> Thank you, Jake's road, for your services <laughs> with the music. Joe made us some lovely songs. And he's a very talented man. Oh, he's very talented. You can attest to that. <laughs> I can attest. He's also a real boy, which is our other podcast. Real boys. Check yeah, that out. Boys. We review a Pinocchio film every month or a Pinocchio related film. Um, yep. Yeah, they've all been very good. You should check those out. No one yeah. else is. Just give it a listen, please. Just please listen. Please. We want to abandon this ship and hop over. But we yeah. can't. <laughs> also, give us five star reviews on apple podcast or spotify i know it's a bit rich to ask when we've just done a 40 minute health segment at the end of an episode about dickie roberts former child star but you gotta take it where you can get it thank you very much salute terry for editing together all these episodes and all the trailers couldn't do it without you can't wait for you to edit this one fucking hell oh god so much to cut oh god so much and thank you to luke thomas for sharing his experiences at the gym and for his illustrations oh you can <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, what are we doing next time? <laughs> totally forgot about that. What are we doing next time? We're doing uh, Murder Mystery 2. Ah, oh, yeah. Sequel to one of our favourites. I did not like the first Murder I Mystery also did much. not like that film, but I liked the car chase. I watched the trailer for this one, and it does actually look quite good. I have not watched the trailer. I want it to be a complete surprise. Um, yeah, it should be fun. It'll be nice to be watching something new. I I suppose we haven't done that since what, like Hustle or Transformania. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. So come back next time when we're going to be talking about a new up to date film. I promise we're not going to do a health segment in it. <laughs> I wonder how many people of our thirty five listeners skipped that part. Oh, so many. Surely, like that was. That was devastating. Some quite funny bits, though. I'm going to make a trailer using the Real Fit Boys bit for Billy Madison's episode. Nice. Right, so come back next time. We're going to be talking about uh, Murder Mystery 2. And until then, it's been a very happy Sandler buy from me and a very happy Sandler buy from him. Gaga goo goo bikey. Uh. <laughs> Dickie, you're a mess. I didn't like that. <laughs>